<laughs> What's up everyone? This is Justin and today I want to talk about false peaks and how your life is full of them. Alrighty everybody, what's going on? I'm going to make this one of those episodes where I try to convince you to subscribe to the podcast. Whoa. Excuse me for a second here. Okay, I'm going to make this one of those episodes where I try to make you subscribe to the podcast and also subscribe to my YouTube channel where I put out the more professional looking because you can actually see them episodes of the podcast which are my interviews and my all, all sorts of other stuff. You can find out what's there by actually going there. There ought to be a link in the description. I don't know if I always remember to include it necessarily, but there should be one there, and there's there's all that. So you know the drill. Subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying it, or if you're not and you want to subscribe anyway for some r- weird reason, go ahead and do that. But, uh, yeah, I, especially the YouTube one, I would I would super appreciate the YouTube subscribes. And let's get into this False Peaks thing. So, back a long time ago, I don't remember exactly which episode. I want to say around like 147. No, 147 was Andy Frisella. But, uh, I don't know. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, quite a while ago on this podcast, I interviewed uh, one of my kind of newfound friends, I'll call him, uh, Jeremiah, who runs a a high-performance coaching business, basically. And let me tell you, the dude is good at it. And if you want to know more about it, go to conqueracademycoaching.com and you can get a free coaching call with him right then and there. And it's super cool. Well, maybe not right then, but you can sign up for one right then and there. And then you can get on a free call with him, and the dude is good. But uh, I think this False Peaks thing ultimately came from him is something I learned through him so I just want to give him the credit for that where credit's due so first let me go over what a false peak is now if you've been listening to this for a while you know that I talk a lot about business I talk a lot about success and I talk a lot about personal development essentially because I want people to really what I want people to do specifically is step outside of the box that is society telling you things and think for yourself a little bit more and be a bit less skeptical more of a believer in you in what you can do and in what's possible uh, of this world because I've more and more and more over the past however long have indulged myself and talked to and listened to different entrepreneurs different people of really everything and learned their stories about how they became successful people. And it makes me realize more and more each time that there are opportunities out there left and right. And there are possibilities out there left and right. And that a lot of these people that are super successful are just people and a lot of the that kind of thing. And I know so far this sounds pretty cheesy and I know so far you're probably just going to tune into some other podcast because you can hear this anywhere else. But that's what I've learned through the course of all of this. Anyway, getting back to the false peaks thing. False peaks are basically, it's a mountain analogy in case you can't see that. And if you think of yourself, a false peak is kind of 
it's when you get to these places in life. It's when you reach some level of success in life. But then you realize that you're not satisfied with that. That's basically how false peak works. So if you picture yourself at the bottom of a mountain, looking up at the peak of the mountain, right? And you want to climb this mountain. That's your goal. If your goal is to climb the mountain, you look up and you see the highest point of the mountain and you want to get there. So you start climbing the mountain, right? And then you get to that peak that you were looking at the whole time only to realize that it's not the peak of the mountain. That from where you are now, you're at the what you thought was the peak of this mountain. You look up and you can see there's more mountain left, right? And you can see another peak. You can, you're like, oh, that's actually the highest part. I just couldn't see it from the ground. And then you go up to that part. Same thing happens again. There's another peak and another peak and another peak and another peak. This is a common trend in success. This is a common trend for people that find success. And this goes into the blissful dissatisfaction thing that Ed Milet always talks about, which I think is super cool. But um, this really has to do with satisfaction, right? Because a lot of people want to be millionaires, let's say. A lot of people want to have such and such business. A lot of people want to date or be with this person. Right, but then once that happens, once you get to that, you run out of another thing to do. Right? You're kind of like, well, I'm here and now I don't know what to do. It's like that episode of SpongeBob where like I forget exactly what was going on. I need Gerard here to explain to me what was going on because he remembers all these episodes. But it's like that episode of SpongeBob where Plankton actually like gets somewhere and then the question comes up of, like, what are you going to do next? And he's like, oh, I didn't really think I'd get this far. That's what these false peaks are, right? It's that it's you setting a goal for yourself that seems a little out of reach or maybe barely in reach. And then once you get there, you realize you need a new goal. You want to keep moving forward. And most of the time, you're going to have forward momentum if you get to the million-dollar mark. You know, if your goal is to become a millionaire, once you become a millionaire, are you really going to be satisfied? Probably not. You're going to need something else to do. You're going to need a bigger mountain to climb. You get to the top of a mountain, you find a bigger mountain to climb. Okay? So if your goal, whether it's to make a million dollars or whether it's to date this certain person or whether it's to reach a certain level of fitness, you know, I want to have a six-pack. Well, you go to the gym until you have a six-pack, then what? Do you stop going to the gym? You know? Or until you have these big arms or whatever. Like, when it comes to being successful and when it comes to goal setting and having visions, there's not really a peak. And it's full of false peaks. You always think you're getting there. You always think you're getting to that next thing. But once you get to the next thing, you really just get hungrier for more. You know, once you make a million dollars, you're going to want to make a billion dollars. You know? And once you make a billion dollars, you're going to want to make a hundred billion dollars. So with money, it's always that way. Once you reach a certain, you know, physical fitness level, I guess we're, I guess I'll call it, you're going to want to be more fit. You're going to want to keep going. You know, this is why jacked people go to the gym. This is why rich people get richer because they get to that point. They only get hungrier. Getting there is like their appetizer. That's essentially how it works. Is that when you set a goal for yourself, when you want, I want to buy this car. Okay, you have that car now. 
what now what car do you want right now you got to work towards another car a bigger better more expensive car you know you want to buy that car you want to buy you want to get those tickets you want whatever it could be so just realize that think about that a little bit ahead in your journey is that are your goals in life really your goals in life are they really as far as you can go or are you just setting them because they seem achievable they seem easy and do you think that you're going to be satisfied when you get there? When you get to your $100,000 a year job, is that going to satisfy you? Are you going to think that life is perfect? Are you going to go home every night totally stress-free because you have the money to cover all your costs? Maybe. Or are you going to want, or after you make six figures a year, are you going to want to make seven? And after you make seven, are you going to want to make eight? Or maybe you don't even t- make it a monetary thing anymore. After you make six figures a year, are you going to want to find a way to make six figures a year but spend more time with your family? Are you going to want to find a way to spend more time with your family and make seven figures a year? Are you going to want to find a way to travel the world more but not be tied down to your job that's making you seven figures or six figures or eight figures or whatever? There's always going to be something else. You've probably noticed that in people around you, especially even people that are saying it to you, that want something out of you, whether that be your spouse, your parents, your siblings, your friends, whatever. You know, they always say, if you could just do this, I'd be happy. And then you start doing that, and they're not happy, or they're not satisfied. People are like that. It's natural. And it doesn't change when you're playing on a bigger field. If you have a goal to make $100, then make $100. Make $100 a day, you're going to want to make $1,000 a day. It's a give a mouse a cookie type of thing. You're always going to want that next level. So always keep that in mind, but don't let it... Don't let it stop you from from trying to play the big game. Don't. I'm not saying that having a goal to reach to be a millionaire is a bad idea. I'm just telling you now that that's not going to just satisfy. That's not going to be the end-all, be-all, whatever it is. Once you lose the weight, you can't stop. Once you hit the million-dollar mark or the millionaire status, you can't stop. There is no stopping because you're never going to get to the top of the mountain. You're just going to go upwards for the rest of your life. <laughs>